0: Hello and welcome to the Fit Minds Podcast with Coach Mariah Jean, where we talk about all things health and fitness, mindset, nutrition, mental health, bodybuilding, competitions, business, coaching, and beyond. Talking to and with everyday people, athletes, and coaches in the industry. Be sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok pages, Mariah Jean Fit. You can also check out our coaching website, coaching team, and client results at mariajeanfit.com. Changing lives one day at a time with sustainable fitness and nutrition education. Let's dive right into today's episode. Today we're going to dive into a little bit of background information into who I am as a coach and how Mariah Jean Fit came about. Now a company, Mariah Jean, P-T-Y-L-T-D. So I'll start off with my purpose and mission, which has always been clear from the start. And for those who have been following my journey for the last 10 years, you will probably have a pretty sound understanding of where it all began. When I was younger, I went through that stage of constantly drinking and eating some questionable foods like KFC and Red Bulls was pretty much my staple diet when I was around the age of 15, 16. I grew up on a whole food diet in my family. We were very much focused on, you know, eating things like brown rice and vegetables and growing our own veggies and that kind of thing. But I rebelled when I was younger and I was a heavy drinker from quite a young age. I worked in a nightclub and the party lifestyle was pretty much all I knew back then. When I hit around 19, 20, I started getting into my fitness and nutrition. I wasn't feeling very comfortable in my body. Obviously, it was changing as the years went on. And I threw myself headfirst into clean eating. I was fascinated with only eating clean foods and, you know, trying to make sure that I wasn't eating takeaway, any sort of processed foods. It was a very all or nothing attitude that I took with my nutrition It took me around a year to get into my training and my nutrition properly. It took me about a year to realize that my nutrition was incredibly important for what I was trying to achieve. I was hyper-focused on weight loss. I lost a total of 25 kilos across about a year and a half, maybe. It was quite quick. I went from 70 kilos to 45 kilos, and I was then looking at the fact that I had an eating disorder. You know, I was diagnosed with anorexia and bulimia nervosa at just before my 21st birthday, actually, at a time in my life where I probably should have been at my peak. I was also in a domestic violence relationship. At the time, I didn't realize that I was pretty much adding to my own struggle. You know, I was fascinated with losing as much weight as possible. If I could just lose more weight, then I felt like I was more accomplished. If people were to look back on... If they knew me back then, they knew that I was definitely going through something, but it was very taboo to talk about it. And I didn't speak about my bulimic episodes. I'd been going through bulimic episodes for a year and I hadn't spoken to anyone in that whole year about it. I then went through numerous mental health episodes where I was admitted to mental health ward and I did have a good support network around me, but I really wish back then I had have had a coach. I had had someone to support me in what I was doing. I suppose hold a hand out to tell me that it was going to be okay and that I didn't have to keep doing that to feel accomplished, to feel like I had achieved something with myself. So, I suppose now fast forward to where we are now. I'm actually really grateful that there are lots of coaches in the community. There is, you know, going to be some misinformation out there, but for the most part, for qualified sports nutritionists and fully qualified personal trainers and those who have experience in the industry as well, I am happy to see that we have such a large network of coaches now available for people, something that we didn't have a lot of back then, especially those who would educate people how to change their nutrition in a sustainable way. You know, it was very bro science. It was chicken and broccoli. It was just asparagus and fish. That was a huge divide between what was possible and, what was being given to people as a means of, of fat loss. So I got so fascinated with weight loss and I dropped all that weight and then I went through recovery and then uh, that was a really, really, really difficult time. Honestly, probably the mentally mentally the most challenging thing I've ever done with myself was hitting rock bottom, being in hospital a couple of times, losing my job, you know, uh, definitely going through a lot of turmoil in my relationship. And then I came out of that and I got a job with an activewear company where I was able to feel fulfilled in that role. You know, I was able to help women on a daily basis. And I think that was the start of my intent to help other people. Originally, my fitness journey when I was around 19, 20 started for me and I wanted to keep it to myself. I was always asked, how are you losing the weight and and that kind of thing? And I, I was so reluctant to share that with people, mainly because I had taken it to the extreme, but also because I just didn't want to share something that was for me. When I started working with this activewear company, I realized that there were so many people who needed help. You know, thousands of women who would come in who were trying to change their lives and, you know, purchasing activewear, and I would hear their stories. There'd be mums, there'd be people my age, there'd be people older, there'd be younger people. Like, I literally spoke to every different type of woman, every single different type of woman I could have spoken to, and the experience was so wholesome, it really got me out of my own head. I think that that was the start of my recovery, you know, where I started to see that other people had similar types of issues and that they were also struggling with their own personal stuff. So I was in that role for a few years. I worked my way up through the company and I I worked my way up through a state into a state role. And I actually outgrew the company. I just decided that I wanted to move on with my life and try something new. I went and worked for another company, doing some marketing and, and working in business and. I learned quite a lot from that as well. Did my business diploma. I studied it. And then I went and traveled Europe for a month. That was a really testing time because I had to learn that I couldn't keep, you know, I had obviously gained back my weight when I went through recovery for anorexia. Um, but I hadn't really in my mind learned how to just let go and be a bit more flexible with my food. You know, I was still kind of restricting myself in a sense, thinking that I had to be super clean with all my food and my intake. And I ended up spending some time in Europe and that really taught me to get out of my comfort zone. I traveled alone. I was in, in a big group in the Contiki tour, but I traveled alone. And that taught me that, you know, I had to get by and I had to learn how to eat flexibly. So that was a huge game changer for me. Came back and, yeah, started working for this marketing company, worked for them for a bit. And then I decided that uh, after a bit of a health scare, another one, I wanted to change roles I actually had to change roles. The the role was made redundant at this marketing company. And it was an opportunity for me to take a reset, take some time off for my health, my physical health and mental health. And then I went and worked, I got a job at a gym. I was managing a gym for quite some time, a snap fitness, and again I was thrown back into that environment of helping people, you know, seeing people on a daily basis, hearing their stories about their fitness and nutrition and wanting to better themselves. These were everyday people. And it reignited my love for the fitness and health industry and nutrition, and I really wanted to get better with this. So, I was kind of doing a little bit of help with my friends and family with their nutrition on the side. I was studying Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. I studied my sports nutrition certification. This was all at once. So, I studied three different certifications all at once. You know, I'd already done the work on myself for uh, roughly seven years learning the ins and outs of what to do and what not to do. And I probably could have done it a lot faster and learned a lot faster, but I went and made those mistakes. And then I went and studied and I learned so much about what is factual and what isn't in in nutrition and in training and in fitness and in sports. It was incredible to learn about this on a deeper level. I'd already learned more, but this this was a whole nother level. And so once I got my qualifications, I decided that I would... Aim to, I actually was competing at the same time too, so I did these qualifications, did my comp, all in one go. I competed, I took out a state championship with ICN Queensland in 2019, so I became uh, a classic figure state champion. And I went to the Australian Championships and I got uh, a novice championship as well, so I won the novice division for that. So it was a big accomplishment, my first time ever competing. I'd never competed before. Again, I don't like to do anything until I'm absolutely mentally ready and I didn't want to be triggered back into my eating disorder. So I did quite well with that and I really enjoyed it. And then after 2019, when I won the Queensland State title and also the Australian novice title in classic figure, I took some time off competing and I obviously went through the COVID situation where we had all those lockdowns and was training a lot of clients in the park, actually, for those lockdown periods. So I stepped out of a gym and into the park and I was doing a dollar a minute sessions for people who couldn't access gyms. And obviously um, it was legal for us to work in a, in a park with a permit permit. So that was a service I provided, and also some boot camps. It wasn't really even necessarily to make money; it was simply to provide something for people so that they could still train, that they could still get exercise regularly. Um, and that was an exception that we we had was that we were allowed to exercise outdoors or with a PT. There was a point there where you're allowed to only do it with a trainer. So. That was that was something that gave me purpose in that time. I was working really long days. I remember it was the middle of winter and I was up at five AM and sometimes I wouldn't come home until, you know, the sun had set and it was late at night. So I was doing, you know, twelve, thirteen hour days to try and help people get through COVID. And then I stepped back into a gym to start training clients again once the lockdowns lifted. And from there, I basically went into a bit of a build. I actually went through a back injury as well. So I had a back injury that was reoccurring. It was just constant. And it was something that I, th- I knew that when I came back to my training and when I came back to coaching uh, in person, that I wanted to really dive a little bit deeper into injury prevention and a little bit more into uh, understanding how to prevent what had happened to me for my clients. I didn't have clients that had incurred injuries whilst training with me. There was a lot of clients with reoccurring injuries that they had previously that had come up and we were managing that as we went. But I started working with physios and actually starting to team up with other professionals where we could actually help the client long-term and help them together. So that was one part of incorporating that into my business that was an important change that I needed to make. And then I actually progressed to compete again. So, uh, Fast forward to 2021, so two years, two and a half years after I first competed, I wanted to compete again. I wanted to compete in figure this time, so the muscularity version of the two figure categories, and I decided that that was my goal. I was going to originally have a coach to to prep me into that, and I decided to do that alone. So I actually prepped myself into two shows, and that was the most, probably the most physically challenging thing I would say that I've done with my life. You know, and and probably a combination of mentally also from a from a a life goal perspective, uh, prepping myself was quite novel as well. I hadn't seen a lot of other coaches do that. It's not a common thing that you see in the industry. Usually, coaches are coached by other coaches, and I did I did prep myself. I did all of my own nutrition protocol. I did all of my own training protocol. I made the cuts where I needed to. I took the breaks where I needed to, and it was. Yeah, very difficult to do that. It was so testing because I had to learn the balance of going hard enough, but not going too hard on myself to, you know, the point where I would muscle waste, et cetera. And I didn't, I kept all of my muscle. I dropped from, uh, I think I started around 18, 19% body fat. I dropped down to the last uh, pinches that came in were around 7.5% body fat, roughly, so that was a, a huge change. I'd come in much better condition as, and, and the, what I'd done in the previous shows. So I came in a couple of percentage lower in body fat, a little bit more muscle mass as well. I had about 2.5 kilos more muscle. And that was a really big win for me in itself. And then I actually uh, competed with ICN. I did a state title. I got seconds in all of my categories. Um, so that was hard, but obviously I'd stepped up into a figure division, which was muscularity. So I actually placed better than what I had the years prior in that category, I was getting thirds and fourths in that category. So it was quite exciting to see those placings improve. And then I competed with NBA, which is um, a federation that I'd never competed with, but I really enjoyed my experience with them. And I actually took out two different national titles with them. So I took home their figure international, which is the equivalent of classic figure, and also the the figure uh, overall title with them. I also went pro with them in those two different categories in the same day which was the most probably the most exciting day of my life um, that I've had you know that I could put my hands hand, hand on heart and say that I, I really that was the, the best day of my life thus far and so that was really enjoyable to to go pro and to be given that recognition so prepping myself into shows was again, a part of proving my protocol and obviously demonstrating my skills as a coach and what I've learned from my mentors over the years and in my education as well. And um, another reason why I decided to become a coach was because I have struggled with an immune condition for um, since I was about 16. I was diagnosed with it, but I was actually born with the condition. And it uh, basically leaves me feeling crippled. Uh, on the best of days, with pain, arthritic pain. There's lots of digestive issues that come with it as well, and complications that mean that when I get sick, you know, I can get sicker than the than the average person. I can get sick quite easily as well. And growing up, I remember feeling like I was in agony all the time and not knowing why, you know, having really severe joint pain and pain in my hands and fingers where I couldn't get out of bed for the day, my back was really sore and I was constantly lethargic and I didn't really make that correlation to my nutrition back then. It was I always thought it was happening to me and that it was something I couldn't control. And I suppose a few years later when I started my fitness journey around 20 years old, I started 1920. I started experiencing the benefits of changing my nutrition and my exercise regime and resistance training actually helped my condition and changing my nutrition was the treatment so i was on chemotherapy drugs when i was younger i was on a chemotherapy drug when i was about 16 i did another bout a couple of years later and i found that the side effects were just awful you know i did have hair loss i had all sorts of crazy stuff going on i had a loss of appetite or my appetite was all over the place there's lots of side effects to taking heavy um, drugs and medication for immune immune uh, conditions and immune diseases so I wanted there to be another way to, to get around this and I knew that I had to address my diet and exercise so again that was another part of why I started doing what I do to realise that this actually correlates to lots of different conditions and issues and health issues that people have in their lives and I wanted to be able to help other people find the joy that I found and also the alleviation from that pain and that that discomfort and that struggle knowing that you know any time that you you do get a flare up with an immune condition or you know some sort of chronic disease or condition that there are natural wonderful ways to be able to battle that outside of medication and pharmaceuticals i ended up deciding to go full time with my pt and my online coaching so i did that And I had a wait list of about three weeks for meal plans. It was crazy. I have been so busy ever since. I have not stopped. The demand for coaching has not stopped. I had to adapt my coaching style so that I could coach more effectively and teach people more sustainable measures for their nutrition and their fitness. So I ended up coming up with macro coaching, which started with one client and I'm now sitting at just over 50 clients, which is my cap. I can't fit any more clients in my sole purpose and my goal still remains the same as what it did when I was thrown into this world all these years ago, understanding that my struggle was so difficult to go through and I would never want to see someone go through that and wanting to re-educate majority of the population on the fitness myths and truths and nutrition myths and truths and simplify it, become you know more adaptable and more sustainable with our nutrition and our fitness approach So that we're not throwing people from one extreme end to the other and so that it is something that is going to be manageable long term for people who have families, people who have children, you know, people who have come from an eating disorder and the like and have gone through their recovery, obviously, and encouraging people to get help, encouraging people to get help with their mental health. So that's kind of an all all encompassed purpose and vision. My ultimate vision for the company and the coaching business is to teach other coaches how to coach as well. This is the direction I've been going in the last year and a half since going fully online. I had to take myself away from PT because I was just too busy with the online business. Coming away from that, it gave me more time to spend with people online. You know, I now have clients all across Australia in every single state. I have clients in the US, in Canada, in Tokyo... In, in New Zealand, and my aim is to reach a broader audience eventually. Currently, I have macro coaching clients and competition prep clients. I had people approaching me to become a coach all these years ago, and that is literally how I ended up becoming a coach, was that there was a demand for it. People were asking and requesting this of me, and I decided to make it happen. I have not looked back since then. It is the best decision I've ever made with my life And it is probably going to be something that I commit myself to for the rest of my living years is to help other people and and to prevent them from getting into the situation that I got into having such a poor relationship with food and with myself and over-exercising and under-eating was what led me to my sickness and my mental health struggles. And it was really about being able to tackle that and approach my fitness and nutrition as something that was a form of self-care it wasn't a form of self-punishment now the the purpose that i have with my clients that that i currently have on board is undoing a lot of those difficult lessons that people have learned by mistake so they've had things thrown at them in the fitness industry they've had this idea that they can you know take something or they can you know instantly make a change with their physique in a couple of weeks or an eight week challenge. And my aim is to almost completely flip that around, you know, have people learning how to do this long term. I mean, we currently have such an issue with things like, yes, obesity, but also really poor relationships and attitudes towards food as well as exercise. So I'm trying to reverse things like exercise aversion, trying to reeducate clients, Pretty much from every walk of life, and then also give them the confidence to do things like compete. My aim as a coach, especially a competition prep coach, is not for my clients to win uh, a show. It is, and I will always be the type of coach that says, if you want to ever compete and do something like that, it should be for the experience. If you win, that's icing on the cake. I wanted to make this a much more warm and welcoming experience of coaching than maybe the experiences they might have had in the past. And to provide a service as a mentor, as someone who is a pillar of support and definitely a representative of someone in the fitness industry who isn't just like everybody else, not cookie cutter, you know, and I think that is the aim of any good quality coach. We are all actually a part of a, a much broader picture and, and team trying to reach as many people as possible. Obviously, with the long-term aim to coach other coaches, I currently already have about 10 coaches on board with me who I love teaching uh, in their own business. Lots of methods and ways of being able to help their clients and apply protocol, but obviously also work on things like mindset, which is a massive part of what I do as a coach. It's all good and well to throw nutrition and fitness protocol at people and, and re-educate them and give them all of these tools for success. But a large part of this is also understanding that we have to implement structure We have to implement routine. We have to implement having a change of thought patterns and perspective, being able to wake up in the day and be grateful and and show gratitude and experience life differently than what they had prior to coaching. So it is a life-changing experience. Where we go from here, obviously being at max capacity now, which is super exciting and honestly something I never thought that I would see happen, but here we are. Being able to coach other coaches and teach other coaches, I've just brought a coach on board myself with the business, and the aim is definitely to diversify and to, to broaden that scope. Obviously, from a coaching perspective, with my macro coaching clients and my comp prep coaching clients, you know, I do have them. They're they're all quite consistently uh, staying on board, which is fantastic to see. And large scale presentations would be the direction that I'd like to move in eventually, so that we can reach a broader audience. It is such a rewarding experience working in this industry as a coach with both men and women. I do work with both men and women, but having the knowledge and building on that knowledge on a daily basis so that I can better myself as a coach is humbling. And honestly, my ultimate goal is to learn for the rest of my life so that I can pass on the education to other people. Currently studying my graduate deployment in sports nutrition. At the moment, I'm in the middle of that, or actually at the start of that, and I'm nerding out, listening to a lot of the, the podcasts and, and reading the, the textbook uh, criteria and and, and and the like already. So I'm super excited for the years to come in the business and this will be something that I know that I will be doing for the rest of my life. So if you listen to the whole video, thank you. I appreciate you very much and I am looking forward to doing some more videos like this for you soon, obviously launching a podcast soon as well. This will be one of the episodes on the podcast. You'll be able to access that. But please like and bookmark and share and subscribe because there's more content very much relevant along these lines coming your way. Thanks a lot. Bye.